Welcome to Kofsi Cast, podcasts that are designed to help you achieve academic success. Brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs, partnership with the Centre for Teaching and Learning. Today we're talking about online assessments. This forms part of our Learn On series. Today we're talking to Nanette Okamp from the Central Academic Advising Office at the Centre for Teaching and Learning. Nanette, uh, good day. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you, Gerben. How are you? I am always well. I'm excited to talk about online assessments. Let's start off with what is online assessments? Well, Gerben, if we think of assessments in the traditional form, we think of pen and paper in a venue with an invigilator. Online assessments is still the assessment part, so it's still a way to evaluate knowledge and, and skills for a student but it's in an online environment, which means that online assessments are completed either on a laptop, a computer, a cell phone, a tablet, um, even via WhatsApp. So it's got a different form of submission, but it's still assessing knowledge, whether summative or formative. I see in your Learn On manual, it gives you 10 tips for acing your online assessment. Uh, can we talk about uh, some of those tips? Uh, the first tip is to make sure you know when you'll be assessed. Yes, Carbon. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into being ready for an online assessment. And as with most of the other study skills, it starts with good planning and time management. So. Making a schedule or a monthly calendar and knowing exactly when your online assessments will be. Um, students should note that online assessments are often more regular than semester tests that they would write within, in a traditional setting. And therefore, it's easy to miss an assessment if you don't plan ahead and diarize when your assessments are. Now, we spoke about, you know, the definition of online assessments, but there are different types. Yes, there are different types of online assessments and it can happen in different scenarios. An example of an online assessment would be a case study that a student needs to complete using either Blackboard or email or even answering a case study on WhatsApp. A Blackboard quiz that a student can complete online as continuous assessment. Um, it can also just be class reflections that is submitted through WhatsApp or Blackboard or even SMS. Uh, for science students, online assessments can be things like remote lab activities that they need to complete or in the humanities or the language, it could be an essay or a for, as a form of a formative assessment. Uh, online assessments can even be assignments that you can submit through Turnitin and where plagiarism is checked or it can be a journal entry that you have to complete on Blackboard online. And if you're looking at the more formal assessments, you can even write a class or a semester test through Blackboard. Now, before I write an online exam, what are what is the information that I need in order to make sure that I have everything covered? Heaven, because online exams can take different formats and be, can be admitted, uh, administered on different platforms, you need to take things in consideration, such as where will the online exam be? Will it be on Blackboard? Will it be on Question Mark? Obviously, you need internet connectivity to answer these exams. And students can go to the previous um, edition of Learn On, Check In and Settle, to get more information on how to access zero-rated sites through the digital live um, platforms. You also need to know when it is because you still need a certain time to prepare for an online assessment. And then it's important to note how many attempts you have. Some of the tests, you only get one attempt and it's time-based. Um, Other 
assessments like a quiz, you can have more than one attempt. So students should know that ahead of time. Then it's also important to know whether it's going to be closed book or open book. Um, open book does not mean that a student does not have to prepare. It just means that you are able to use your book should you need it in the assessment. And then it's important for students to know that it's not that easy to copy from each other when they complete online assessments. Most of the Blackboard quizzes, the questions are uh, arranged randomly, which means the person next to you will have a different um, assessment than yours. Nanette, you, you briefly touched on connectivity. Explain how the zero-rated websites work. How, how can we do that? Well, Gerben, students can download the Global Protect app um, and through the Global Protect app, they can access zero-rated websites such as Blackboard, which is learn.ufs.ac.za, and question mark, which is qm.ufs.ac.za. Um, students do not need connectivity, or that it's not at their data costs when they use these platforms. Um, but students should still note when completing an online assessment that the university cannot be liable for the loss of connection during the logging. So it's advised that students make sure that they have a stable connection still um, when they attempt their online assessments through these platforms. What, what are the rules and regulations for online assessments? Looking at the rules and regulations, they might be a little bit different from the sit-down ex traditional exams that students are used to, but there are still rules and regulations in place. Um, there are certain things that students need to have with them when they write a, an online assessment, which includes your login details or your access to Blackboard and question mark. Then your textbooks, if it's allowed in that specific setting, as well as your calculation instruments when applicable, such as a calculator. Um, there are different rules to online assessments than in the traditional setting. For example, there are still time constraints um, often to these exams. So an exam, for example, that would be 90 minutes, would open 2 o'clock in the afternoon and then close at 4 in the afternoon. Um, but, so giving a little bit of more of a time space for students, but as soon as you open the online assessment and you start with it, um, your time, your 90 minutes starts. So there's still sometimes time constraints with these things. And then there are often online memorandums that are used for online assessments. And online assessments are also often marked online, um, different from the red pen that students are used to. There's also different modes of giving feedback on online assessments. So it's very important that students regularly check Blackboard and Gradebook so that they can check the feedback that they receive for their online assessments. And as I have said, um, plagiarism still applies um, even in an online setting. Most of the assignments and essays that students need to submit are submitted through um, Turnitin which detects plagiarism levels between the assignments of students um, and internet resources. So just because you're in an online environment does not mean that um, there's no rules and regulations attached. And students can go and visit the general rules of the university if they would like to read more about um, the rules and regulations that apply. Nanette, I would presume that it is important to practice these assessments beforehand. Yes, Gerben, many of our students have not been exposed to online assessments and it's very important that you go and practice this um, beforehand. Actually, in a study that, that was done, uh, they realized that students that are most successful in their studies, one of the most um, prominent attributes is that they test themselves. 
So going and practicing an online assessment, you're not only just learning how to complete the assessment as such, but you're actually helping yourself to prepare for the exam and to prepare the content as well. Many faculties and departments have made practice assessments available on the respective Blackboard and question mark platforms. So to avoid last minute problems, it's really advised that students go to the Blackboard um, platforms and practice these assessments ahead of time. So that when your assessment day comes, you don't have issues with how to answer the assessment, but you just need to deliver your content and you are well prepared for the setting. Nanette, now it's now it's you know when you're at university, the environment is pretty controlled. But when you're writing online assessments or participating in online assessments, the environment might be challenging sometimes. What can we do to help? It's quite a challenge for most of our students at the moment because they are with their families and there are a lot of people often in in one space, and that makes it difficult to have a spot where you can actually have minimal distractions when you're completing your assessments. But what we have seen through advising our students is that communication during the lockdown time is key. It's very important that students not only keep their assessment schedules to themselves, but that they share it with their family members and that they discuss with them when they have assessments and the importance of these assessments for their grades so that family members can see how they can accommodate students as far as possible to have a quiet environment um, when completing the assessments. And it's also important not to fear online assessments. Herman, it's quite understandable that our students might feel uncomfortable and even be afraid of being assessed online, as this is not something they are necessarily used to. But the truth is that because students are assessed more often in this kind of environment, they often actually perform better and they are more engaged in their learning. Students often, when used to and asked about online assessments, prefer this mode to the traditional pen and paper. And there are various reasons to this, um, such as students get feedback faster in an online environment, and they enjoy the comfort of being able to complete an assessment anytime, anywhere. Students also feel that there are more resources available when they actually complete an online assessment and it caters for students with special needs as well. Also, one of the tips and the last tips that you that you give in, in the Learn On manual is to be prepared for different types of online assessments. As with anything in life, the better prepared you are, the more likely you are to make a success of it. So part of being prepared is taking care of yourself um, and making sure that you are ready for, for the online assessment. Preparation is the best defense against test anxiety. And part of this preparation is to, to know exactly what is expected of you before you start preparing for your online assessment. That means knowing if it's an essay or an assignment or a quiz or a test. And if it's an essay, knowing exactly what type of essay you're supposed to write. Now, Students can refer to the latest edition of Learn On um, called Ace Your Online Assessments, where we discuss all of these preparation tips um, in more detail so that students can be prepared for their online assessments. But as I said, being prepared helps you to deal with the anxiety associated with the assessment. And most online assessments have rubrics attached, which tells the student exactly what 
the lecturer wants from the student. Now, it's advised in order to do well in an online assessment to make sure that you familiarize yourself very well with the rubric and to follow the rubric rigorously when you complete your online assessment. An example would be for a student to try and figure out whether it's an argumentative essay. So do they need to persuade the reader or do they need to give a descriptive essay, an overview of a concept in an assessment? All of this you'll find in the, in the rubric. And just a note, the rubric is also designed to cover the learning outcomes of the module. So again, constructive alignment applies. Your learning outcomes is what you need to answer when you complete an online assessment. The native students need help. Where can they find it? Well, first of all, um, if it's module-specific help that a student needs, Gerben, um, it's advised that the student contact the lecturer directly um, and ask for help. But then again, students are also very welcome to send an email to advising for the Bloemfontein students, advising at ufs.ac.za. For the Kwakwa students, they can email advisingqq at ufs.ac.za. And the South Campus students can email Mr. Shuping at shupingcn at ufs.ac.za. All of this information is, of course, shared in the Learn On edition ACR online assessments, as well as all the faculty advisor contact details. Then students can also get more information by looking out for the Learn On campaign on the UFS website, so www.ufs.ac.za forward slash learn on. And they can also follow the Learn On platforms on the UFS social media. Thank you very much, Nanette. That was Nanette Ocampa from the Central Academic Advising Office at the Center for Teaching and Learning, talking about online assessments. That was Kofsi Cast, a podcast designed to help you achieve academic success, brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs, in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning.